Hello, Wellness Warriors. Every week we do a show called Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, Pat Chat Edition. And we talk about health, wellness, weight loss, um, mental health, just trying to better ourselves generally. This week, Patrick has decided I'm not allowed to know what we're talking about. So, what are we talking about, Patrick? We have a really fun video this week. We're going to prove very scientifically that a calorie is not a calorie. The whole idea that, you know, like, whoa, we to lose weight, we need a calorie deficit. And so, we're going to show. I did find an article that was very interesting from a source that's not particularly keto friendly, but reading it, it made, it made a whole lot of sense. And reading that, I was not frustrated by the article <laughs> so so and he didn't share that with me so no so six reason but we're going to talk six reason why a calorie is in the calorie the first idea we talked about last week is fructose versus glucose the article says that you know ghrelin we you you i think you already talked about ghrelin ghrelin is our hunger hormone and fructose is stimulating it way 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 much like higher than glucose Whoa, okay. So I did not know, know that. that. Okay. So ghrelin is more stimulated by fruit, this yeah. magical thing that people say we should always eat. Mm, and healthy. what's wrong with us mm. keto people for not eating it? So fructose leads to higher ghrelin level. Which means that you're going to eat more. Yep. Consuming a lot of fructose can cause insulin resistance, yes. abdominal fat gain, increased triglycerides, yes. blood sugar, and small dense LDL compared to the same the same number of calories from glucose. I like how they hide so, fatty liver in abdominal weight gain. Yeah, <laughs> it causes okay. fatty liver people. <laughs> but yes, it's like yeah, that's horrible. I mean, horrible. Oh, we'll leave it at horrible. Okay. <laughs> I have so much more to say, but I want to hear the. I want to hear what else you have to say. No, but it's the whole idea that like even though fructose and glucose provide the same number of calories, so it's four calories per gram, mm -hmm. right? Um, fructose as as like so fructose has way more negative effects than glucose. Oh, that's why they're saying that's a calorie isn't calorie. Oh, yeah. I get it now. They're saying that the the fructose is mm. damages your health more, more than, than a glucose. So a fructose molecule yeah. damages your health more than a glucose molecule. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Well done. So as keto people, we buy the first one, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Okay. The second point. The thermic effect of food is a measure of how different foods increase energy expenditure due to energy required to digest, absorb, and metabolize the nutrients. So, like according to the, the studies, like the thermic effect of the macros, like fat, 2-3%, car carbs, 6-8%, and protein, 25-30%. So, what they mean by that is protein takes basically 25-30% more energy than carbs where it's at 6-8 and fat, 2-3%. So basically, they're yeah. talking about how much energy does it take for us to process each of these each foods. Of these food, yeah. And basically, if I understand well, it takes less energy to process fat yeah. than it does to process carbohydrates. Than it does to process proteins. Well, I'm not even going to talk about protein for a second because okay. carbohydrates and fats are the two energy sources. Mm. So if you think about it from a very logical point of view, if it costs me more energy to get energy out of my energy source that's not logical hmm. right if you you're you're taking yep. in an energy source because you want to get to use the energy source to build your body and to do stuff okay. so if i have to process that energy hmm. source more to do the same amount that if i was eating fat i wouldn't right hmm. it's if it's, it's costing me energy to do hmm. this 
right? So of course then, it, carbohydrates become a, a silly way of getting energy. Okay, so that's interesting. So if we go like fat 3%, just take those numbers, fat 3%, carbs 8%, and protein 3%, like the higher range, that means that like fat is a much more efficient yes. energy source than carbs. And I'm going to point something like, out to you, and that's why, why I keep pulling hmm. protein out. Protein is not an energy source. I'm going to put it like this, because Dr. Jason Fung said this the best. Our bodies are not stupid. If I've got firewood in my backyard and it's freezing on a winter day, I am not going to burn my furniture. And that's exactly what you'd be doing if you have either fat or carbs in your body, but you're burning protein. That's burning your furniture. So even though they're saying 30%, of course it's 30%, it's not supposed okay. to be used as nice. an energy source. It's a building block. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm only looking at the fat versus carbs because those are the two that would actually be used as energy. Mm-hmm. And the process of getting energy out of carbohydrates, clearly, it's not a it's not a efficient way compared to the process of getting it out of fat. Because at the same time, like my like the idea probably behind the 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 eight percent of the carbs is that your system needs to get it out of your system and store it as fat where like uh, it doesn't need to do that with the fat you can use it like right yeah away. so yeah a lot of the time what your body's doing is using some of that carb right away to get it out of the blood so your your blood cells are using them right away and the parts of your brain that can use it is using it right away but i mean that's the extent i think there might be another part of your body but like that's the extent and then all the rest of that has to be stored in fat to then be used as fat for energy mm. versus if you eat fat, it's either being used right away as energy or stored, but it doesn't need to be stored. If you actually need the energy to be used, it can use it. Mm. But of course, we're not going to pretend like fat doesn't get stored. It does, right? If I eat more than I needed for my day, some of it will be stored. Okay. This is the whole reason in the last video, we were encouraging people eat to satiation mm-hmm. because if you eat past satiation, your body is storing the fat. So don't get confused by uh, the energy expenditure of burning carbs as being a, a positive thing. It's no. not a positive it's thing. It's a horrible it's thing. It's a horrible thing. Like you're, you just want to get rid of it because like it's damaging to your, to your system. You know, I'll, I'll put so. it like this again, the whole idea that if you're comparing heating my house with electricity versus heating my house with with wood, right? To heat my house with electricity, I turn on a click, heat. To heat my house with wood, I go outside in the winter, pick up a heavy piece of wood, go back inside the house, put it in the, click, click, click. Oh, started the fire. All of that's energy that I'm giving to start energy for my house. Mm -hmm. Now, it's gonna heat the house lovely, but guess what's gonna happen in an hour? Gotta go back outside, get another Mm -hmm. piece of wood. So if you're just looking at like, if you imagine your body's doing that, every time it wants to use a little bit of carbs, it has to trek outside, go yeah. get the, come back inside. And remember, it's not going to use the furniture. So it's not touching the protein, mm. right? It's not, it's, it's either the carbs or the fat, mm-hmm. electricity. Yeah. Okay. So their conclusion, protein calories are less fattening than calories from carbs and fat because protein takes more energy to metabolize. Whole foods also require more energy to digest and process food. The last part is true. But at the same time, like you said, protein is not uh, an energy source. So I, th- I almost feel like like they don't want to go there. But like what's your energy source is the fat along that protein because you don't have carbs in those 
if you have a nice piece so, of meat, like it's very little carbs you get in there. It's more mostly fat. My <laughs> guess is the person that's using this information is not a scientist and does not understand that what they just wrote there. Although, if you're talking about burning some protein versus burning, yes, of course, it's going to take more to burn. But our body doesn't burn protein. It uses mm -hmm. protein. It's not the same thing, yeah. right? And this is where, again, I find that people, they look at information in a way that, like, you're looking at it through a lens that you don't quite understand. That's not what our body does with the stuff. Right. Mm. It's the sole reason that Dr. Fung uses this house analogy, because everybody understands you would not burn the furniture before the wood in the backyard. Everybody understands that mm. it's not logical. Right. Because then in the summer, you're going to have to make more furniture. Right. It's just logical. So your body doesn't do this. So like this idea that it's going to take more energy to metabolize it. It's not it's not mm. trying to use it as energy. Like I guarantee you, if you are eating enough fat, or carbohydrate to fuel your body, your body is not using protein to fuel you. Mm -hmm. I can guarantee you that. And the only time that it's metabolizing your protein is when you have damaged old protein that needs to be taken apart for its parts to build new stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's not metabolizing it for energy, that's breaking it down to use it in a new process. Mm -hmm. And your body's gonna do that regardless of whether you've eaten or not eaten if it has the time to do it. Because that's yeah. the reason we get cancer and all those other things, right? Because if you don't give your body time to clean up, other problems happen. Yeah, that's where fasting is so uh, advantageous yeah. for, uh, for us. And when so you fast, your body yeah. isn't breaking down your protein for food. Mm. I, right now, as I sit in front of you, have months worth of fat on me that I could just not eat, drink water, and I'm going to be fine. So don't think that if I fast tomorrow, I'm breaking down protein. I'm not. And you're not going to lose your nice muscles there? No. Okay, cool. Although I could be working on them more, but that's all <laughs> right. Okay, number three. Protein kills appetite and makes you eat fewer calories. Yeah, like that, this is like... So studies shows that protein is by far the most filling macronutrient. But if you increase your protein intake, you start losing weight without counting calories or controlling portions. Protein put, puts fat loss on autopilot. I kind of feel like in that number three there, they're, they're confused protein and fat. fat yeah. So <laughs> it's the most fat that's gonna people, that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Most people, when they're eating more protein, there's fat in there. Mm -hmm. So like, yes, we need the protein to, again, to build and repair. And, and we need a good amount of protein. I mean, honestly, our body is constantly building and repairing mm -hmm. if we give it time. Again, I keep going to that part, if we give it time. So we do need a good amount of protein and fat for the whole process to go uh, appropriately. But the flip side of the coin is most people, when you eat more protein, unless you're eating some kind of processed protein something, there's fat coming yeah. along with it. If you eat a steak, there's fat coming. Now, even if you eat lean ground beef, there's still there's no fat problem. in there. Even if you eat the chicken breast, there's still fat in there. Like we need to understand that our body is gonna get the energy that it needs from where it can get it from. And the average person who's gonna be eating more protein, the average person, sometimes not you're not doing keto, is still gonna be eating some carbs, which is gonna be an energy source. So your body's not gonna break down the protein. Again, that idea that I'm gonna use my protein as energy when there's carbs or fat there, no. Let's uh, hypothesize. 
a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those uh, high protein diet. Let's say I would just like have protein shakes all day long. Protein shakes. Okay, yeah, so for like example, you don't have the, the fat, fat along the meat. That mm-hmm. So the question is like, then what like how is how is your body going to react to get energy since it's not coming from fat and it's come not coming from carbs it's going to take it from you from you from your fat right okay. we have fat like this is the thing okay. if i eat nothing my body is not going to take my protein okay okay so what's okay. going to happen the protein's going to come in your body's going to use it as protein okay. and it's going to go to your body okay. for the fat hmm. so even if you do that so people you who live okay. carnivore right people who live carnivore I mean, again, they are eating an energy source. They're eating. But this, again, because we know that this article is coming from someone who tends to be against low carb, they're not factoring mm-hmm. in the fact that most people, if you increase your protein, you are increasing your fat. Mm. So I'm, I'm taking this with a grain of salt. Okay. So their conclusion to number three, increased okay. protein can lead to drastically reduced appetite and cause automatic weight loss without the need for calorie counting and portion control. Like you sure. said, yeah, yeah, sure. But most probably, more probably because of the fat, the added fat than the, the, the but protein I agree with them. I agree with them that so. if you're eating appropriately, you do not have to calorie count. Yeah. That we agree. And we've been, say, we've been saying that for a well, year and a half now. Mm-hmm. If you eat appropriately, you do not need to calorie count. Yeah. You need to carb count. Maybe. If you're doing carnivore, you don't even need the carb count. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, if you're doing carnivore, pff, like, I can tell you in all fairness, except for when we have salads or, like, when you cook for me, I have to carb count. Mm. When I cook for me, I never have to carb count because there's so few carbs on my plate. Yeah. It's like, it's like, right? So it depends. I'm not poisoning her, poisoning her people. <laughs> I, I do make ni- nice vegetables and... <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. He's trying to kill me. Uh, of course not. Um, okay, number four. Oh, the satiety. This is my favorite word again. The satiety index. Yeah. So satiety index is a measure of the ability of food to reduce hunger, increase feeling of fullness, and reduce calorie intake for the next few hours. Okay. So I, my question was there, is there such thing as the satiety index? I know there's a glycemic index, but I know we can index. Some, foods, some foods are more filling than other ones. But like so, okay. So if you eat foods that are low in the satiety index, then you'll be hungrier and end up, and end up eating more. If you choose food that are high on the satiety index, you will end up eating less and losing weight. First of all, my guess is that scientists can make indexes of whatever they <laughs> whatever want. So if they've created the satiety index, my guess, without hearing the rest of what you've just what mm. I, what you're going to say, is that things that will be high in fat will be high in satiety, because yeah. when you eat um, when you eat fatty foods, and we've said this a bunch of times, it's so hard to overeat steak. It's so hard to overeat pork chops because you're getting so much energy coming in. And especially if you eat it slowly, it's so hard to do that because as much as it might taste good, you do feel full faster because fat is very satiating. Mm. Like it just is. If you, if you put a lot of dressing on your salad, you're going to feel much more satiated than if you just put a little bit of dressing on your salad. It's just the way it works. Mm-hmm. Carbohydrates, however, um, get stored away so quickly once you've eaten them because they are toxic to our system. And so therefore what happens is that you end up feeling hungry. Mm. And I mean, honestly, if you're feeling hungry within a little while, that means that you, they're gonna say that that's low in satiation, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess. So that's, this is my guess. I haven't read the article. You know where I thought this like article was not super um, 
a pro-low-carb or pro-keto is in the example they give. So examples of food that are high on the satiety index, okay. boiled potatoes. Oh, beef is there. I, I, I thought there was like no meat. So boiled potatoes, beef, not in particular order, I guess. Eggs, beans, and fruits. Fruits really on high satiety index. I can have like... Um, like a whole watermelon and not feel full. But I think their 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 assumption is that there are fibers in there that makes you feel fuller. But I guess the question is though, is there actually a satiety index that we could look up and we're gonna see oh. that potatoes and beans and was the other thing? Fruit are beef, actually on yeah. it. Yeah, eggs and beef. I know for sure, like uh, eggs is most, mostly protein and fat, and beef mostly protein and fat too. Problem with potatoes, I know maybe like like they said they they're high on the satiety index, but they're also high on the glycemic index, so be careful with that. But I do like what they they compare it to the low satiety index, like what what food are included, like donut, cakes, bread, so all the refined processed carbs, foods. processed foods. So. Oh, so they're going. Oh, so I guess what they're doing is whole yeah. foods versus processed versus foods. Processed, processed food. foods falling on the yeah. low satiety. Yeah. That makes sense, and I, okay. I guess I, I guess on some level, then I could agree with that. That if you mm -hmm. take a processed food, for sure you're going to be hungry faster than if you take a, a mm -hmm. whole food. My okay. understanding is that like all all good meats like uh, chicken, okay. fish would be very high on the satiety index. Okay. But pasta, rice, uh, like cereals, like. Uh, Okay. Okay. Like so basically, low. anything processed. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I mean, okay. I, I guess I could go there with them. Uh, does it matter? And so mm -hmm. the question. I guess if you want to feel satiated, you might be tempted to eat fruit. But let me. We've already talked about the fact that fruit yeah. is so high in fructose and so bad for your system that is like, is it worth it to eat it to feel satiated? Yeah. It's a question mark. Yeah. When I was doing my research on on that particular topic, most like YouTube videos I was finding on the topic were how to feel fuller with less calories. But my question was like, does it really matter? Do you really need those food if you do a proper diet, whether it's a low carb or keto and whole foods? Where I feel with those videos were, go were going was like, oh, to lose weight, you need a calorie deficit. And like, so my question is like, does it, does it really matter in the end? Like- I have a bigger, bigger idea here because like you we're talking about a calorie isn't a calorie and like for us the reason that we focus on the fact that a calorie isn't a calorie is because calories are not what causes people to lose weight hmm. hormones cause people to lose weight right and so as soon as you start to understand that piece of the puzzle it doesn't matter how many calories the actual reality is that while i was losing weight i was eating more calories mm -hmm. than i was eating before yeah. right like i mean i mean actually eating them yeah. Not just that my body was making up the difference. Like there, I was eating a lot of calories. Yeah. Like, so I, I find it interesting that people still look to this idea that I have to be in this calorie deficit. for, And it's not reality. No. If you're following what they're saying, people are looking for, how do I feel full eating less? And the question then becomes, why are you trying to feel full? <laughs> why are you so focused on feeling full? That focus on fullness is what's actually pushing you to overeat. Mm -hmm. And when you overeat, as soon as I've overdone it, I've overdone it, right? If I'm overeating, it means I've eaten too much, which means my body will have to store. Why do I want to put my body in a position where it has to store? That's exactly <laughs> what I think yeah. I'm trying to get away from. The like you say, it's better to have, all, like we're going to talk about calories, but a 2000 calories where your body doesn't have to store versus a 1500 calories where your body is storing all the time. 
That's like the whole idea behind here that the calorie is not a calorie. Like in that case, 2000 calories of, of healthy old foods is better than 1500 calories of pasta and rice and breakfast cereals. See, that's the other thing too, is like how quickly, so I don't know if you remember this, but like how quickly did I get to one meal a day? And the, the thing that was so funny is that I got quickly to one meal a day because I allowed myself to eat until satiation and then go until I felt hungry again, which eventually if I'm eating to a 2000 calorie meal, I'm going to put the number on it because we did check in my tracker at one point to see how many meals in a week was I doing that were over 1800. Mm -hmm. And most of them were, most of them were like 2000, 2200 yeah. daily. Why? Because if I, I ate and then I wasn't hungry again until the next day at the, around the same time. So, and it's still the way that I eat till today. I eat one meal a day, period. Right? Because it's a big meal and it satiates me. And so if I'm eating 1500 calories, but there are, most of those calories are coming from carbohydrates. Yes, I'm going to be hungry. So I'm going to be having these little meals of 1500 uh, so little meals of 500 here 300 yeah. here 700 here but adding up to 1500 for my day but spending my entire day hungry mm -hmm. guys i can't both of us because when when we're together we do do one meal a day like he does one meal a day mm -hmm. when he's when we're together like we have not eaten yet today mm -hmm. and guys i cannot stress enough how we like it is 7, 10 in the evening and we haven't had supper. Mm -hmm. I haven't even had a full coffee today and neither of us, are you hungry? No, not yet, I'm fine. Okay, and yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. If you eat to satiation and you, well, maybe yesterday did we eat to, yeah, but I mean, I do this every day. If you eat to satiation and you eat a low carbohydrate meal that's, it has the good fats and you're gonna make it. Mm -hmm. Right, we're so worried that we're not going to eat enough that we end, or or that we're going to overeat, I should say, that we end up limiting ourselves to eating small amounts and trying to figure out how can I feel fuller rather than just eat a healthy food, feel satiated, and know that I don't have to do that again till tomorrow. Guys, I do this every day. I'm not hungry in between. Right? At some point, I'm going to feel hungry and I'm gonna be like, oh, it's time for supper. But it didn't happen yet. And honestly, the only reason it didn't happen yet today, well, no, it would have happened around eight. I'm probably going to be hungry somewhere around eight because when I usually eat, right? Which crosses that other myth. Don't eat after, what is it, six or? Mm. Like guys, honestly, I'm not telling you to eat after six. You don't have to eat after six. All I'm pointing out to you is that I eat when I feel hungry. I eat to satiation. I eat once a day. I make it to the next day. Sometimes I get to the next day and, and, and it ha happens where I'm like, I'm not really hungry. Am I eating today? Uh, and then I say, you know what, screw it. If, especially if I have to cook, screw it. I'm going to eat the next time and I'll go to the next day. Why? Violet's lazy. She doesn't like to cook. And if I'm not actually hungry, why the heck am I making a meal? Especially if I can take my daughter to grandma's and grandma's going to feed her. Yay. I don't have to eat. Lucky for you, I'm here once in a while. <laughs> We totally want you guys to understand that mm. this kind of talk of like, how do I make myself feel fuller? Oh my goodness. Stop mm. aiming at full. Full is keeping you fat because full is forcing you to constantly be chasing being full, eating what you're eating, mm. which is now more carbs yeah. and more carbs. Yeah. So conclusion number four, different foods have different effects on satiety and 
and how many calories you end up consuming in subsequent meals. Uh, this is measured on a scale called the satiety index. So basically what they say is that like, yeah, some, some food will make you feel fuller than other. Uh, what we see here is that, like, yeah, uh, do do prefer like do choose the the the, the, the whole the healthier foods over like the the pasta and 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 car and um, and grains and cereals and like and I like I just want to add before we I'm sorry yeah. I just want to add before we mm -hmm. move on when when we're looking at that when Patrick says choose the healthier one everything on the list except fruit. Yeah. So I mean, if you want to eat a potato, go for it, but try to keep the fruit off the list. Yeah. Okay, the next one, you're going to love it. Oh, I loved it too. Number five, low-carb diets lead to automatic calorie restriction. So the results consistently show that low-carb diets lead to more weight loss than low-fat diets, often two, three times as much. One of the main reasons for this is that low-carb diet leads to drastically reduced appetite. That's true, but not that, that, that drastically reduced calories. People start eating fewer calories without trying. So there's some truth and some like fallacies there where like I've heard that a bunch of times like guys that low carb diets equally means low calories and it's not true because usually we do tend to eat a little bit more fat and and fat has way is way more calorie dense than carbs. So why are we always saying that low carbs mean fewer calories? That's not true. You just said it like you you never ate as much calories when you did like your keto uh when you're doing your keto lifestyle. Until today. And but I'm yeah. gonna play their game. Because because you know what, when you've done this long enough, mm. you start to see the patterns. So I'm gonna play their game. So they're saying that if you do a low carb lifestyle, your calories is gonna come down drastically versus if you do a keto uh, a low fat lifestyle. Mm. So let's pretend for a second because I mean you just heard my story. My cal my calorie number was actually high. Pat, was your calorie number high when you were doing it? When I was doing keto? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So both of, both, both of us had high mm -hmm. calorie numbers. But but I'm going to play their game because I want to show something. Mm -hmm. So you start at 2,000. And let's even pretend that on a keto lifestyle, I'm going to drop from 2,000 down to 1,300. And on a low fat, I'm going to drop from 2,000 down to 1,500. So keto was less. And now we're going through and we're going to do six months because this is how long on a regular diet that you, when you drop your calorie count, right, and you're still eating standard way of eating, so you're still eating high carb, when you drop it down, your body is going to start recalibrating, start recalibrating, start recalibrating. And what's it going to do? After six months, your body is going to say, oh, so we're getting 1,500 calories. This is what it's going to be from now on, right? Because you were hungry. You were hungry that whole 1,500, six months. You were hungry. And so therefore, now so, you've recalibrated and on a regular diet in that period of time, so six months, and I'm even going to be generous and give you two pounds a month, you've now lost 12 pounds. By just a, hold on a second. By recalibrating, you just mean your metabolism adapted. Yeah, your metabolism the, okay, yeah. is going to adapt. So I'm going to be generous and say you've lost 12 pounds. The mm -hmm. average person who's trying to lose weight, if they're only trying to lose 12 pounds, yay, you've accomplished your goal. If you're the new beginning. And now, and now you need to keep eating yeah. 1,500. But the average person did not want to just lose 12 pounds. The, the, typically, you want to lose 20, 30, 40. Mm. So now what's happening? I have to take a decision. Am I bringing my carbs down even lower? Or sorry, my calories down, sorry, mm -hmm. even lower? Because that's what I would need to do now mm -hmm. because my body has said, this is what Violet eats. 
versus over here. Let's just pay attention to what's happening here. I took my carb count down, and so my calorie count went down with it to 1,300. Mm -hmm. My body was used to getting 2,000 calories worth of energy. So what does my body do? It starts taking the 700 calories from Violet. So did I actually change the amount of energy that my body was getting? No. It's getting it for you. Now, here's what's interesting. As I move forward and I start eating more and more this way, so this is the six months happening now. So over here, I'm hungry and I'm struggling to stay at 1500. Over here, I'm getting used to this way of eating and I'm not hungry, as, he's, as they clearly point out. Mm -hmm. And my body is taking fat from me. And guess what? Now I start to be in this position where, of course, so let's say, even just pretend that I stay at 1200. I didn't. Mm. He didn't. Mm. I don't know anybody who did. But, yeah. but like, nobody stayed there, mm. right? But let's pretend that I did stay there at 13, 1300 is what I said. What happened six months later? Violet keeps going forward mm. because I'm not hungry. And a year, right? Like, I had probably a year and a half worth when I first started this game, right, of energy on me. I still have months, by the way, people. But, right? So I just keep going forward until I reach the weight that I want to be. And guess what my body's going to do at that point? It's going to stop pulling fat from me, right? What's going to happen if my body stops pulling fat from me? This whole time I was eating to satiation. That's what we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. The whole time I was eating to satiation. So when my body stops pulling fat from me, what's Violet going to actually end up doing? Eating more energy. To what number? That magic calorie number we were talking about? 2,000. Because that's what my body was used to using. That's what my body has been using this entire time. And it will resume using 2,000 calories. Just that now I will actually need to eat it. Mm -hmm. So will my plate get a little bigger or will I start going back for seconds? Yes. Will I gain any weight? Which is my story. I'm living this story right now, people. And I know lots of people who are living this story. I have lots of people that have accomplished it. They didn't add any carbohydrates back to stop the weight loss. Mm -hmm. They started to eat more fat, right? They continued in their keto way of eating just more of it because my body isn't taking from me anymore. But where they're right is that on a keto, low carb, let's say even a keto, um, you're not spiking your insulin. It's always the same thing. You're not spiking hormones. your insulin. It's hormones. You're not spiking your insulin, so you're not hungry. Also, that's why you eat to 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 satiation. <laughs> really? I, I know it's my like word. Like, uh, so so you eat a satiation, and and you're not feeling hungry. Yes, you might eat a little bit less calories because you're not feeling hungry all the time. So so but like even yeah, at it's, that, uh, the reality is you don't. Yeah. I mean, even at that, the reality is I've not met anybody doing keto, but they might exist. I'm not going to say mm -hmm. that I've not met anybody doing keto got and, and during their journey that they were eating less than normal, mm. right? Less frequently. Yes. But the totality, when they actually track what they're eating and look at the numbers, the carb, the calorie number was high. Mm -hmm because you're eating a lot of fat. The calorie number yeah. is high. Yeah. But the, 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 the good part is that because fat doesn't cause us to gain weight the way that carbs do, you can eat a lot more energy and still use the energy and then still pull energy from yourself because for some, it's a hormone thing. This is all about hormones. And this is the part like, you know, the thing that people ignore 
And now as I'm talking, I'm remembering, because um, I have to think back, because this is, we're going back a long time. But the thing that people ignore, and I'm going to say this, I'm going and, and to ask you after, because I remember how much energy I had. That, like, how easy it was for me to play outside with the kids and to do so, how much more longboarding we were doing in the mm-hmm. summer, how much more skiing we're doing. Like, and we would go skiing, and at the end of the day, we weren't exhausted. We were... Like we had more energy. The thing that people ignore is that if you eat properly, even though you're eating a bit more, you have, you're going to use the energy because it's easily accessible to your body. And so you end up being more clear headed. Your brain uses the most of the energy. Like we don't understand how much our brain uses energy. That mental clarity that everybody's talking about, that takes a lot of energy to push right that energy that you get up in the morning and you're just boom out of bed and boom and you're like all of that takes a lot of energy to push so when you end up eating more calories from fat because you're using that energy it's a clean source as we said earlier a clean source that your body actually can use and so yes do you it's the weirdest of weird things you're eating a lot of energy your body's still pulling energy from you. This is where I come back to. I don't think that, I, well, sir, I know I was eating around 2,000 calories throughout my weight loss and still losing. So my mm-hmm. body, because why? Because honestly, I do a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. right? We play with our kids. Mm-hmm. Like we are not that family that, oh, guys, go outside and we're inside watching TV. We play with our kids. We go for walks. Like we're doing stuff. So I think that's part of the story. People talk about this and say, oh, yeah, it's because you're decreasing. No, 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 you use more energy because you have it to use. Mm-hmm. And it feels amazing. Yeah. And I'm sure you no, remember it, too. Oh, yeah. For me, for me, it was honestly like the, the, the thing that was the most notice- noticeable, not falling asleep, like in the afternoon for my meetings. Like it, yeah. it was even if you if like my 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 number of hours of sleep, like didn't change. I, I don't get enough. I always have like around six. But. 6 six thirty, but but like yeah just not being a just not not falling asleep sorry like in in meetings after after lunch like even so it was even better not having lunch actually uh because before like it was oh yeah breakfast lunch supper and like so after lunch was really rough but like with one meal a day like no problem every time you mention that part it, like, it's like it's funny to me how i remember it but like when you don't when you but only when you mention it like i have my own office if i would have had a stretch of two or three hours where i didn't have a client i had to stand up at my desk to not fall asleep hmm. right where versus now like i never feel tired during the day as a matter of fact as you're saying like the, the number of hours we get because we're we're constantly like doing and doing and doing and then it's like oh we should really go to bed mm-hmm. like it's crazy how much energy you end up having and it's also crazy how soundly you sleep it's the other thing and i don't know yeah. why this happens yeah. you sleep so nice and deep and so anyways yeah like ugh. conclusion to number five low carb diets consistently lead to more weight loss than low fat diets yes yes even when calories oh even when calories are matched between groups yes so, so the conclusion, like, kind of, like, yeah, uh, is I better than. That, so. Okay, number six, glycemic index, the one few things that almost everyone agrees, like whether you low carb, keto, uh, high protein, is that refined carbs are bad. Yes. So, <laughs> pasta, processed food. So this includes added sugars like sucrose, high fructose, corn syrup, as well as refined grain product like white bread. 
uh, refined carbs tend to be low in fiber and are di digest and absorb like really quickly leading to rapid spikes in blood sugar, insulin spikes. They have a high glycemic index, which, measure, which is a measure of how quickly food raises blood sugar. So all of this is true. So I was really happy with that, that, uh, that number six because it's like, I didn't see anything like false in, uh, in that. So the more, the, the more processed is the food, the higher the, the insulin and blo blood sugar spike and triggers hunger, you want more and I like, honestly, I don't think I heard so, anything in there that wasn't what we could add here. Avoid them. Avoid refined carbs. They're not telling you why. So I'm just going to say like the reason that your blood sugar spikes and then crashes. So crashes as if no, it, insulin steps in mm. and oh. takes that sugar out because it will poison you, puts it away as fat. So yes, like they're what they're ignoring or what they're not they're ignoring. What they're not telling you is that that spike and crash is actually your body storing fat and making you fatter you. Yeah. on your diet and protecting you like, yes yeah. of course it's, protecting it's a, you a defense mechanism it is a defense mechanism but it, i mean just mm. pointing out like on your low fat diet your body is storing fat mm. isn't that exactly the opposite of what you're trying to accomplish mm -hmm. versus on a low carb diet that wouldn't happen yeah. <laughs> so just pointing that out it's always like amazes me when I talk to friends that 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 go to the gym and they need a, a carb load up before just before their session, like having a spaghetti because they need the energy to go to go those to go do those benches and like I was even once I tried to explain to him like you know like uh, first of all the meal you just ate is not available as energy right now it needs to be processed and I was just trying to explain him like the the, the like just the simple mechanism of like insulin store fat and he was wondering why is why is he losing fat whereas i have another colleague that he's not doing keto but like the other day he's like a um crossfit addict like he does crossfit like six times a week okay. and and he's on his own like i think he's close to 60 i think he's 55 56 and honestly i'm kind of jealous of his, of his shape and he, he went like lately he wanted to bring his uh, fat number super super low like going from it was at maybe 25 down to 19 18 which is really amazing for uh for uh, a man especially that age and i was like oh, okay give me some clues like what because he's seen by uh, a nutritionist and i was kind of worried <laughs> and what he told me was his diet is a, pre a really precise diet was and not really keto but definitely low carb Okay. So like uh, eighty percent chocolate as a treat, uh, some oatmeal I think once in a while, but like most of his meals were meat and vegetables. Oh. So so really, and he, and he was like able to lower his fat percentage, like uh, and the other one like his carb loading before every gym session, like five six times a week, and like he doesn't successfully lower his um, his fat percentage. So that's kind of like funny. People are well, still have in their mind that they funny sad they, yeah funny sad yeah but like people are like often still thinks that low fat is the way to go where it's like that damaging or poor kids and our people mm -hmm. so conclusion study shows that refined carbs lead to faster and bigger spikes in blood sugar which leads to cravings and increased food intakes i have to agree with that mm. So, I mean, this is a very interesting article. I think the basic idea, though, does show that a calorie isn't equivalent, like, you know, like getting your energy 
I hate calling it calories. Getting your energy from fat is a better way to go than getting your energy from carbohydrates. And I feel like that's what this basically comes down to. Sorry to cut you off, but like, like it's even like true carbs to carbs. Like yeah. a, a, for example, like a calorie from sweet potato uh, is better for your system than calorie from chocolate, for example, where there's a ton of added sugar. And also That's from like fruit. From fruit too, yeah. yeah. So we got it, a calorie is not a calorie in the end. <laughs> so. Yeah, it really it isn't. This was fun because it was nice to look at an article that was giving some good information, but we still had some corrections to make. That's okay. Yeah. I want to thank you for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, Patch Hat Edition. Love making these videos for you guys. Teespring, Patreon in the description below. Can't wait to talk to you guys again next week. I'll talk to you next week.